G'day everyone, welcome back to the Bear Necessities podcast, another week, another episode, this one arguably the biggest of the lot. Samuel, how are you, just quickly? Uh, not too bad, it's trying to get through lockdown, but you know, we don't want to hear about that, we want to hear about our big guests. No, we got uh, bigger and better things, so <laughs> can it. Um, welcome to the show, Shane Vincent, how are you mate? Yeah, good, boys, how are you going? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Obviously, for those that don't know Shane, he's off uh, Big Brother from uh, 2020. Um, that was a, a great show. You didn't last too long, but um, <laughs> I, think <laughs> I, think, I think I think a good stint. <laughs> your stint on there was um, was worth watching. Um, <laughs> we've um, you're you're in Queensland at the moment, correct? I'm on the border, actually. I'm in Tweed Ed, so just Sweet. over, yeah, just yeah, over yeah. the border. Okay, and, and how are things there at the moment? Mate, it's good. We can, um, oh, oh, essentially, we're out of lockdown, so um, I can cross over the border um, just for work purposes. But, um, like, apart from that, you just can't go over there to have a, you know, a skill at the surf club or anything like that. You've got to have the central purpose to go over there. But, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It's not Melbourne, like you poor bastards. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it still sucks, man. It's still like I can't go, can't go surf my local break or anything like that because it's yeah. uh, I'm uh, just over the border, so I'm, I'm I'm literally like 200 meters over the border. So you can't even go for a 200 meter run and just like no, go. I, I hit the border and then I get turned around, and come back. <laughs> Love that. Um, getting through like COVID life, we we understand. We did a bit of research on you, Shane, and okay. we <laughs> no, we understand you're a bit of an NRL fan. Is that true? Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. So um. I'll put, I'll put this out there right now. Me and Aiden probably don't know a whole no lot clue. of <laughs> about, <laughs> good. about the NRL. Um, but, you know, could you give us a bit of insight into the uh, the game this weekend? Because the grand final is being played this weekend. Mate, I'm stoked the way it panned out, actually. Like, uh, we've got South and Penrith. Like, um, Penrith started off the season really strong and they were really, really uh, pretty earmarked to be in the grand final anyway. Um, they had a few injuries and then, um, and then Storm started to climb back and, you know, look like they were the premier team to, to beat for the season. And uh, and the Bunnies come out of nowhere, basically. They were just pretty strong all year and just picked them off one by one. And now we've got the the grand final that I actually wanted. I wanted uh, Penrith and, and the Bunnies when it got down to the top eight. So I'm stoked. So you're pretty happy that the Storm didn't make it? <laughs> yeah, I'm not that I'm not happy. Like, I just, you know, the Storm have been just such a, a, a big dominant force in the NRL for so many years. It, it was just nice to see some other players get in there and have a crack at the grand final, you know? Yeah, that's fair enough. I think that's uh, like the AFL and Richmond. People are pretty happy that they didn't make it this year. And yeah. they were pretty happy with how it turned out with the Doggies and Melbourne making it because they were arguably two of the best teams all year, so... My mate's a massive D supporter. He's just like full on, like, and he was like in tears, like just funneling down his face. You know, man, he was just like, and he lives in Queensland, but uh, he was from Melbourne originally. But mate, he's just a, he's a biggest D supporter. He was just so just just pumped. Like, it was great. I liked it. I enjoyed the grand final. It was good, I, mate. It was very I, good. I liked, yeah. Um, just to see the like, it looked like a a good solid first two quarters, and then obviously. You know, they just ran away with it at the end there. It was just ridiculous towards the end. Yeah, but even when they did run away with it, they still, like, they didn't kick the ball around. They kind of put pre- – they still, you know, they still went for goals. I mean, they kicked 16 yeah. goals in the second half, so it was still exciting. Yeah, yeah, right. It was a great game. Really yeah. good, really good game. Um, when you grew up, were you always, like, into – did your parents make you play uh, rugby or were you a footy guy? Did you play basketball? <laughs> or was it? <laughs> so I grew up in the south side, of, uh, south side of Brisbane, actually, in a place called Logan. So it wasn't uh, – it's kind of a rough – rough redneck sort of footy area so um <laughs> you know you do burnouts yeah you, you play footy yeah you, you, you learn a trade yeah <laughs> you marry a chick from high school you, know you, do, I mean? you do all the hard nut stuff yeah yeah, yeah. But, you know I mean? and that's um clearly wasn't me when um i found out that you know i'm ridiculously um like my dad thinks I'm terrible because I've got no trade skills with my hands. You know what I mean? So like growing up, he was, he was a cabinet maker and had all the tools and like, I, I just couldn't do anything. I was a, a terrible tradesman, awesome class clown. So, um, oh, that's, all right. that's, <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that's where my strengths were. Um, yeah. wasn't great at burnouts either. So, uh, 
Um, but uh, I loved the ocean, so I always was uh, I was always going to leave that place and move to the ocean. But yeah, I played footy. Uh, it's inbred. You have to like yeah. under sevens, <laughs> under sevens to under seventeens. It was either union or rugby league up there. So, but it was yeah. good, good mateships and all that sort of stuff. It's always fun, and both my boys play now. So oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, passing on your your skills to them, <laughs> <laughs> mate. Little skills, like I said. Very not handy with the hands, and that includes <laughs> catching a ball. Um, so yeah, not uh, not the, not the world's best sportsman. So, uh, but have a crack at everything. Yeah, that's what we love. Um, so moving from the sport chat, um, we understand that you have a you have a podcast, or you you still do a podcast. Uh, yeah, well, it's been a bit it's been a bit tough at the moment with the podcast with Liz. Um, so she's she's does like the Channel Seven um, Lotto. Yeah, Lotto Australia, but also Channel 7 News up here on the Gold Coast. Um, so I was doing a podcast with her called Reality Is. Uh, we did that for a season, like seven seven episodes or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then obviously with she lives in Queensland. I'm in New South Wales. Um, it's a bit hard to it get was, Yeah, It was getting hard to be able to <laughs> actually get together and, and do the podcast. And um, our producer was off doing other stuff. And uh, yeah, so obviously... It's sort of pitted out, but we're hoping to get back in there because we've still got some uh, content that we can still use. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I went down to The Voice this year, was down there. I just got out of uh, I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down here, which was really cool. So yeah, a bit of insight. So which is hopefully we can get together and do it again. Yeah. So the podcast is basically just about like just talking about reality TV in Australia. Is that what it is? An experience of reality TV? Yeah, basically. It's, it's basically an insight to how these people got in front of the camera like uh you know it's always good to talk about like their experiences on like the show and that stuff like that but how they got chosen out of like the tens of thousands and you know people that uh, audition um what what made them stand out and um we we talk about the audition process more than their time on the show itself yeah. so um what they're wearing you know all that sort of stuff what they did what they what questions they got asked it's just that they how long it took them to get on the show like you know it took big brother with me took took like i don't know it was like seven or eight months jesus yeah oh, so God. just constant constant callbacks and flying to sydney and and then just a long waiting period and then eventually you, you almost forget all about that you auditioned until they just ring you up and go hey <laughs> Want to get locked in the house with some dickheads for 20 days or whatever the fuck I was in there for? <laughs> so is there no like um, shortlist sort of thing? Is it just you you audition and then bang, you're on the show or? Oh, mate, it's a long, it's a long culling process. You just like wait the first forever. Day, yeah. The, the first day that I rocked up to the audition process for this one, it was like, there's probably like, I don't know. 500 people in like jammed in one of those big function rooms in like a hotel in Brizzy. Yeah. And then um, I was hung over as shit. And because my last name is Vincent, it's alphabetical. Oh, so it was just no. like, was, was just like right nine bottom. hours in a room, hung over. Just, <laughs> and I was in, when people say you walk, you have to walk in and be the, the center of attention and shit. Like I, was, I was just in the corner, just hating life. Just trying to get over your hangover. Yes. Just lying <laughs> there. And everyone's sitting up on these chairs. I'm lying across three chairs. Um, cause, and then I started going, we're going through alphabetical order. I was like, oh, um, so I got down. It was like, by the time I got in there, it was like four or five o'clock in the afternoon. It was me and this other dude whose last name was W and, um, it was just me and him. And we just sitting there just go, this has been a long day just sitting around doing nothing. And then you go through another process of elimination. So then you've got three more interviews and then that is cull, cull, cull. And then, uh, over the next three days. Just called and called me back. Called, called me back. Called, called me back. Jesus. Until I was down to, a, I guess, a handful of people, and then yeah, just goes from there. Medicals and all sorts of shit. Fly to Sydney, see publicists. That's yeah. funny. When they fly to Sydney, it's funny because you rock up in this random, random uh, like offices and Endemol Studios, yeah. and they just get a publicist and they ask you like the weirdest question. They go, "You need full disclosure," so they like ask you questions like. Have you ever snorted cocaine of a hooker's ass? <laughs> you know, because I need to know that shit. Because <laughs> if it comes out that you've done that, yeah, yeah, and, you, know, you don't tell me, I cannot yeah. like um, turn it into a story that it was done for a reason. I said, <laughs> and I said, no, 
So you must think you're pretty special. So 12, probably about 15 or 16 people went into the Big Brother house, maybe a bit yeah. more. So you were you were picked from a very select few. Yeah, mate. It was um it was more so it, I think it's the story. Everything everything starts with the story, you know what I mean? And um it's it's I think it's more so trying not to be someone you're not um yeah. always helps. I think being yourself and being your genuine self is what they're looking for. Like my audition video was literally me waking up in my undies with a baby on my shoulder, talking to her while my other son's lying down watching Bob the Builder on telly. And then the baby threw up at me and I went, I gotta fucking go. And that was it. Uh-huh. That I sent, and then I sent it in and that's, that got me to the audition. That's pretty you know good. I mean? so, so it's not, um, so yeah, I think um, just being yourself and like, I wasn't like, you know, Daniel Gorange was an AFL superstar. They had yeah. they had a lot of already um, like Chad was a international supermodel. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. They had all these big names already that they had in that in my house in my season anyway. Already established big names. Whereas you know, mate, I'm just a fucking dad of three from Tweed. You know, I don't I don't know I didn't expect to get in, but luckily I did. And yeah, it's been good. Just your relatable bloke. We don't, I think I think the Australian viewers it's, like that. Yeah, it's pretty cliche, like saying go in there and be yourself. But I think if we like look at who's gone far on the shows, the people that are like like you, like um, Matt from your season, yeah, um, those sorts of guys. Yeah, like me and Maddie, like I think we were. Uh, even though like Maddie was my fucking downfall. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but we're still mates. No, yeah. mate, I'm, I'm, I speak to him a lot, actually. Maddie, Chad, Daniel on occasion. I spoke to him last week, actually, at the grand final because I need some betting advice. Oh, <laughs> um, oh no. <laughs> um, yes, uh, I, I put a couple of bets in sports bet and I sent it to him because they both know he's that AFL, like uh, Maddie and uh, obviously Dan. So I sent him my, and they went, that's eh, a pretty good bet because they call me dad. Everyone calls me dad. They go, yeah, yeah, yeah. dad, pretty good. So. <laughs> Thanks, um, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Dad. Yeah, uh, but yeah, these. Uh, I was lucky enough to be. Although it was, it, we just didn't know how it was going to be perceived either. Like, Big Brother's got a bit of a, a stigma to it, you know what I mean? And we didn't realize it was going to be the first season anyway. It went really well, you know what mm. I mean? Like it was it very entertaining. Really well. It went really well um, on um, like viewing wise and um all that sort of stuff it was it was perceived or received really well from the from the public so we all stoked with it like i was in the house for like four weeks so, Jesus. That was, yeah that was because uh it, it may not seem that long but no. uh, because there's an episode filmed every uh two or three days makes yeah. one episode okay so yeah, yeah it's um yeah so yeah, so three episodes is a week, you know. So yeah, it was uh yeah, it was in there four weeks. I went in on the twenty third of February and came out on the twenty fourth of March. Um who okay, yeah, yeah. how did you like who made you want to go on the show? Or have you like watched it previously and thought I want to give this a try? <laughs> you know what? I watched the previous ones thinking that, you know, um, like I had a mate that went on it previously. I knew actually a couple of people that had been on Big Brother before. Like Brie, I used to work with back in the day at a comedy restaurant. Um, mm-hmm. She was on that one with Fitzy and all that. Yeah. Um, in Trevor, and um, so I knew her quite well. And um, uh, Ben, um, the one with the glasses that was um, with the round glasses that was on there with Ben from Brisbane. He's um, he used to be a flight attendant, and so did I. And we were together out of brisbane for virgin um so i knew him so i don't know it just got to that point where i thought oh, i'll just throw my hat in the ring as well and have a crack at it a, a chick that i married sent me a link that just said you'd be good on this and i didn't even know big brother was coming back so and then I just went from there sort of thing i told my wife she goes have a go at it and next yeah. minute jeez that's not bad here i am here i am <laughs> Talk, so- talking to you fellas <laughs> On the, on the best podcast out there. Um, <laughs> sorry, so t- mate, growing, growing, growing audience base, mate. I've been watching. You've been stalking me. I've been stalking you back. So don't worry about it. <laughs> Goes oh, both no. ways. <laughs> so you talk not about... A solo, not a solo stalking, mate. It's a double. <laughs> so you talk about coming onto the show, your actual arrival day. So you get there and you come in a cage. 
Now, be honest yeah. with me. How long were you actually in that cage for? Or like, was it actually like the three hours that they said you're in there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, okay. there's, no, there's, there's no fucking around in there. Eh? That, I thought the same thing when I was always uh, watching television like that. I was just going to go, yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like three hours. And yeah. all of a sudden, yeah. five minutes later, you're, eat, you're eating mangoes in the bloody kitchen or some shit like that. <laughs> but um, I dead set, mate. Everything that happens is that exact time. Like, I remember sitting out there. There was one challenge. Um, that uh, was me. I think it was me, Xavier, Ange, and um, someone else was in it as well. I was in the rain one where you had your finger in the, yeah, in the yeah. water. Yeah, mate, that was fucking. That was hectic. And I was in there like, it was like, look, before I started, I said, Maddie, this is gonna go five hours." Yeah. He goes, "No fucking way, yeah. mate." I got to five hours and forty. It was fucking freezing. That's proper endurance. Went, oh, mate, I was like, I'm out. So. Yeah, and Angela won that as well. So and Xavier was doing pretty good on that one too. So yeah, um, yeah mate, that was hectic, hectic. But in I didn't mind the cage because I didn't have to do anything. I was just like, I, I didn't have Shouldn't to do it. The girls, the reason we got out is because the girls were whinging about having to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and I was like, so that's that's half the reason why people get voted out. Cause I didn't I didn't realize that coming in either that we were the last ones in there. Like uh... I didn't tell you that shit. I thought I was just coming in, I thought I was gonna be hitting the ground running, I'll be like first in, I'll be like making all these, like, because you have a perception of the, your game plan. Yeah. And I said, oh yeah, I'll go in there and just, you know, uh, make mates and blah, blah, blah. But then you come in and mate, literally you're looking down at 15 people already in the house. And you're like, fuck, we're the last people in here. We and, and they've already got friends. You can see the yeah. division of people who hang out with each other because we're up high. Yeah, You can see who hangs out with everybody and who talks to people and shit like that. I yeah. was like, Oh, fuck, I've got to hit the ground running here. So when the girls started whinging, I just shut my mouth because I don't want to be pecked off first. Yeah, yeah, you don't have a target on your back. So was it easy to make mates or were people like really strategic at the start? Like they, they weren't sure about you. They were like, uh. I was lucky because I came in and it was a bit of a boys club. You know what I mean? Uh, like yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. uh, they had Dan and Matt and Chad and, um, you know, and Ian and, 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 and Big Garth and, um, so they were all, there was all a bit of boys club and the girls were quite young and um, apart from Ange and Marissa, but all the, all the girls were quite young and the, the, the focus wasn't really on me so much because um, Hannah and um, Sarah knew each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. And they had a real bitch and piss and moaning about that, her and pissing off Hannah and all that sort of shit. So it kind of took the, the focus off off me straight away and i was like you beauty i'm gonna slide right in here that helps so, a lot. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna hit the ground running make some mates and then that was it so but sabong he wrote his own bloody death warrant i, I liked kept... him but he was so stupid the way he played it he was basically <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I wanted to, i wanted to take him to the side and go listen dude you gotta calm the fuck down because you uh just kept you keep writing put massive targets on your chest and he, but he was like the good thing about Savon, he wasn't backward and coming forward he's told him he just went yeah i'm gonna beat you in every okay. single thing and he, this is in like the first hour he didn't even get to use his towel his towel was still in his bed <laughs> before he got voted out possible <laughs> yeah possible mate he got he got he got shafted he was in the house for about 16 minutes <laughs> so anyway but at least um i i, I lasted i thought if I, I i got if i didn't vote out maddie and i didn't cause any controversy i think i would have went further you reckon? But, oh yeah definitely mate because there was no targets on back at all yeah, I, I, I i created targets on my back because um after the whole covid thing on the friday we found out and um uh, found out that my kids getting ripped out of school yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. at home blah 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 so I, I kind of my 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 game plan kind of changed, and I just went, you know, I'm just going to swing for the fences and have a crack. Just going to go for it. That COVID thing. Um, I, I read stories about it. Was there like stop the F1 and like wash your hands? Yeah, and, yeah. and then they yeah. closed production for two days or something like that because someone yeah. had COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was uh, yeah. So when it said stop the F1 and all that sort of shit, we didn't know what it was saying and wash your hands and all that sort of stuff. We're just lying by the pool and. Not knowing what's going on outside, and then we, the only reason we sort of questioned it is because we um, we stopped getting food, yeah, um, delivering to the house, like because you get a shopping list each week and blah blah blah, and we we're like missing like fifty percent of it, eh? And I was, and then I came in, I went, 
where, where's the where, where's the fucking food at? We're starving. <laughs> it's not like we can go down like the road and get it ourselves either, you no, know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But so much shit happened in the house that the public doesn't know about. Like, like Angie got voted. <laughs> this is the fucking best. Angie got voted out yeah. um, on the Sunday night or whatever. Everyone's waving goodbye. See you later. Everyone's like ding dong, the witch is dead, sort of thing. And yeah. um, she's out. And then um, production comes in the next morning and goes, guys. Um, we've got to refilm the eviction from last night. Why? Like, oh. And they go, oh, the cameras weren't turned on. Oh, that's <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> that's absolute shit house. And I went, you're fucking kidding. I said, someone's lost their job. And um, <laughs> you got one job, mate. Just turn the fucking cameras on and make sure it's recording. Oh, so the and witch so, is back. So she didn't come back. Oh. So we had, oh. to, then we had to all dress up in the same kit that we had oh. on the night before sit in the same positions and oh. then they just did cut away if you watch an episode of her getting evicted it's just sort of cut away. you always see like the back of her head or it's all cut away i'm gonna have like a look that. at that that's, that's yeah. interesting it's fucking so funny and we we're all sitting there the next side then um we had the pre-recorded sonia from the night before asking us questions yeah, uh, but it's not live because usually it's live with her and just pretending to sit there. We, we're like, what the fuck? And, and I think I, I think I shaved in between, so I had a beard. Oh. On the side. <laughs> Shado. I shaved in the morning, and I was like, yeah. So a lot of the boys weren't even allowed to grow mows. Like they, mm. they started growing mows, and Big Brother told them to shave them off because they needed that continuity in case they needed to do cutaways and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's pretty, it's pretty hectic, man. Yeah. So you have, you did watch, I know like a lot of people that come out of reality TV and they don't watch the show back because they're scared like they've painted <laughs> someone in a certain way that really wasn't there yeah. and that sort of thing. So did you come yeah. out and just watch it straight away? Um, because it wasn't, um, it didn't air for ages after we got out. So yeah. we got out at uh, like March and it didn't, I don't think it aired till like mid-June or something like that. Okay. So um, everyone was out by that time and it gives it time to, they edit the show. So they edited quite heavily yeah. <laughs> from what I could gather. Um, luckily, I got a really good edit. I was all right. But uh, a lot of the people weren't happy with the way they were edited throughout the show. So, um, but yeah, man, I was happy to watch it. I didn't um, I didn't really have too many cringeworthy moments like, you know, I, that I could recall. Uh, I did jerk off in there. Um, <laughs> and I how didn't you get realize, away with that? <laughs> mate, I didn't realize how good those fucking night cameras were. I tell you, <laughs> Oh, no. I saw a scene that me and Chad were talking. Yeah, I was, was going to say that. Yeah, you could see my tattoos. You could see a booger in my nose. And I was like, <laughs> no way that I got a, I got away with jerking off that night that I jerked off. <laughs> Do you think the producers want to keep that in? You jerking? Off? Oh mate, I don't know what's going on. Someone's got it on a bloody reel somewhere. Um, it was funny because <laughs> this is I've never even told anyone this before, but yeah, um, did that. Chuck my pants to the side of the bed. Yeah. And I thought, I'll just wash them in the morning. So I went to go wash them in the morning. And Matty, <laughs> Matty goes, oh, and someone was using the dish of the washing machine. So I just had them in a, in a, like a dish, dishwashing basket, you know, next to the yeah, washing yeah. machine. And then Matty comes out the pool and goes, mate, I threw your, your wet, your wet truck <laughs> into the, the washing machine with Milo. And I just started giggling. <laughs> And I was like, mate, no, yeah, yeah, thanks, man. I was just like, wet, wet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that was dad's jizz. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, was well, there anything? Stop back, Maddie. I've <laughs> <laughs> oh, been a little sneak peek, midweek little clips. I bet. Um, what they? <laughs> what do? You, was there anything that they um, cut that you wish they kept besides that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't. I, mate, I'm glad that oh, that didn't get aired. That would have been a. That would have been a. Uh, oh well, it would have been a pretty good start to my fan page, my OnlyFans or something. Um, um, mate, there's a, there's a lot that that didn't get kept in there. I thought like we had a we had a game every night. Like we put we had a game called Bottle Donk, kind of like shuffleboard uh, that we okay. made up with. Um, we made up with just milk bottles. We had that big long table that we used to do that and yeah. knock off the boards. It's like kind of a mix of bowling and shuffleboard and everyone had their own bottle and we got we had nicknames and Dan and I used to commentate it at night time. It was fucking funny as shit. 
um, <laughs> but they showed none of it. Um, so that was pretty, that was pretty, and me and, me and Chad, a lot of boxing and I kicked Chad in the elbow once and he had to go, <laughs> and for two days, because of continuity, he had to wear a jumper because the elbow was strapped. Um, oh, like Jesus. shit like that. You just don't see it. You just don't see any no. of that stuff. Like, and, um, what else? Oh, Casey, Casey, you'll notice Casey wasn't there for one boat. Um, yeah. If you look back, she because she was constipated, she didn't shit for like ten days. No, they did no. bring they did bring that up. They were saying she couldn't shit for like eight days or something like yeah, that. It was, yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> like it was. They're giving it. They gave her so much stuff, and she yeah. still couldn't shit. And, they, and then she had this like special, <laughs> special seat she had to sit on the day to make, <laughs> to make her knees come up to her gut so she could shit. Oh, Casey's um, gonna give you an absolute word after this. Oh mate, yeah, it was fucking great. It was. I don't give a fuck anymore. It's two years ago. Wake up. Um, I'm, I'm letting loose. I don't care. Uh, what else happened? Oh, Angela used to do strip teasers every night for Chad. Oh, oh no, no. Dad, it doesn't Dad, get worse Dad, than that. Dad, every oh, night, no. every night she come in and like <laughs> coming to give Chad a strip tease and. Mate, there was so much. There was just so much shit that this went fucking like that went on like that they just didn't show. So and I was I used to laugh, I used to giggle, and Garth used to do like stand up like every night and just write every single person off in the whole house, and it was piss funny. <laughs> like it, like it, Angela would say something, he go fuck off, bitch. We've already fucking voted you out once. <laughs> like, fuck right. Because we can't fucking get rid of you. <laughs> like shit like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> So you'd say you definitely came away with a few more mates. <laughs> yeah, mate, definitely. Like I, I still see, like I said, when when they do travel up, because Garth's Garth's family's from up here, so I see him. I'll, I'll like um, even um, Xavier came and stayed with me for a couple of nights last year. We went to the footy, and yeah, mate, and I stayed down with Chad a couple of times, and yeah, I'm going down to see Maddie for his wedding next year. So, oh, that's nice. Yeah, mate, we still we still you come away with not like, still lifelong friends and we've got this like group page and everyone sort of talks yeah, shit on there, Yeah, <laughs> Like they usually the last year's one was just bagging out this year's housemates basically. <laughs> do you, do you have a, do you have a group message with, uh, with all you guys and then just Angela by herself that don't have her included? <laughs> yeah, we used to, we used to, and now, uh, now she's, she's in the, she's in, she's in all of them now. Like I think that there's a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, heated arguments between like Garth and Angela and shit like that. So, uh, yeah. there's just a lot of mate these are, they're all great people there's just a lot of backstabbing in that environment and you've got no choice but you have to do it because that's the game you know what yeah. I mean you've got you either have to like I even like doubted myself if I could do it but you get used to I, I know it sounds terrible but you get used to the the connivingness and the the underhandedness of the whole game like you just got to be a shifty motherfucker eh? you really do it, it reminded me a lot of the Hunger Games, to be quite honest. Like, yeah. everyone was, like, you know, going out, like, in packs and groups and going for, like, one person. It was, like, yeah. it was proper, yeah. Yeah, it's dead set proper. Like, like Kieran. Fucking Kieran. Survived. Oh, no. See, like, mate, he's a rope. He, <laughs> I don't he's know a... how he didn't go the first two weeks. <laughs> he was supposed to. He's earmarked. But everyone, like, everyone forgets about the easy pickings and then they have their own personal... Beef. Um, vendettas and they forget about the bigger picture yeah so yeah it's it's really hard not to get caught up in it sometimes you know what i mean like it's crazy because you've got there's nothing to do like you've got you've all all you've got is the conversations you have with each other and that's all you've got in that house 24 7 7 11 so it's just you just get full like i I'm, it's just you get that's your life, you know what I mean? That's that's in, you just get in, in entrapped in this in this bullshit world until yeah. until yeah, it's crazy. Um, you you brought up Kieran now. <laughs> I've, I've wanted to bring this up since like day dot, but um, yeah. so you had food rations in the household, like proper food fucking rations. Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> Was Kieran responsible? For fucking that? Kieran. I, mean, I used to up him all the time. I used to yell at him because this motherfucker <laughs> could not wait to eat, and then he just steal shit. And like, like if oh, I was making a cheese, like, I, I, you know, you go make a toasted cheese sandwich or something like, or you'd have like a slice of cheese each or yeah, some yeah. shit like that. This guy could not, he could not wait. Like people making like toasted cheese proper sandwiches. He was so fucking lazy to do that, that and he wanted the food in his guts that fucking quick <laughs> that he would just put cheese on bread and zap it in the microwave for 30 seconds oh. and then, and then rip it out and cheese would be melting down. Oh, his- oh, oh that's no. grim. <laughs> 
They'd be burning him and shit. I said, mate, just make like a proper toast. You'll enjoy it more. You've got nowhere to go. It's not like you're going to race out anywhere. We're in a fucking house. We're not going anywhere. Just make a proper like, and I, I still up him about the cheese sandwiches now. And just the way he eats, he eats with his mouth open constantly. Oh, that's... Oh, I couldn't do it's that. Like, that's... It's like... It's, <laughs> so he got he got up a few times. Maddie, Maddie especially, up him heaps for that. Just going, shut your fucking mouth, you. <laughs> so, yeah, mate. He got he got a fair bit of fair bit of uh, shit for just and like because Kira's never lived out of home before either. You know what I mean? He's just like he's kind of a you know mummy's boy, and yeah. you know he just he, he wouldn't clean up after himself. So every time there was like a. Uh, Big Brother would nominate someone to clean. We'd always choose Kieran to do it because he just never does it. He just like he'd eat something, chuck his plate in the sink, Leave and it. fuck off. Oh, so fat. So, he reminds me of. Have you ever seen like um like The Hangover? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Zach Galifianakis. Oh. Galifianakis goes, Mom, <laughs> we're not having meat off today, God. <laughs> hey, I didn't get the memo about no chocolate milk. <laughs> you know, shit like that. <laughs> That would remind me of him being at oh, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So, but good, good guy, good guy. Like they're all, like I said, they're all great people. It was yeah. just in that environment, they just shit you to tears, and yeah, yeah. and uh, like the little things become the biggest things because you are starving and you are on rations, and when someone's like just smashing the food, and you know you constantly you just like looking at. Them. Well, I must admit, we had a barbecue one night. I was a cook. Yeah. And. Um, I was outside in the rain on the barbecue cooking the snags. Yeah. And um, yeah, we had like, I don't know, must have been like, I don't know, 40 snags or something like that or something like that. So everyone ended up getting two snags each, but there was like six snags left over. But <laughs> as people, and as I was cooking, I was just going, bloop. <laughs> <laughs> and then Big Brother caught me in the dining room and goes, How's those three snags you know there? <laughs> <laughs> Big Brother seems like a good bloke. I'm not, I'll be yeah. honest. Yeah, he yeah. has good chat. Yeah, oh, mate, he's good. He's good in the chat. It was pretty funny, actually. That that wasn't on the uh, that wasn't on the telly. And I thought that I thought for sure I thought fuck, we get busted by them for not for eating all the snags behind their back. Well, well, no, I was looking. I'm I'm trying to smash hot snags down my face while no one comes at the back. <laughs> just Love um, that. just on that with the cameras and stuff. Are there like producers all over the place? Like, can you see them just walking around and stuff, or how does that nah, work? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, not in the house. No one comes out in the house. Um, well, when I say no one, sometimes you, during the night, because there's doorways in between the house, you know what I mean, from where cameras, cameramen sometimes go through. Yeah. Um, sometimes you're like, I wake up in the middle of the night and there'll be a cameraman just ripping out of a door and they have to do it real quick. So they're like all dressed in black, but they'll rip out a door and rip into another door so they can go through the whole sort of house. Yeah. Um, because they're inside the walls, basically, the cameraman. Um, outside at the back there, you see them a fair bit because it's the, the petitions are open and, and it's just a, a curtain. So they just jam the cameras through the curtain sort of thing. And so you can see sometimes that's how we found out. Here's a bit of a scout that thing that we'll do in to find out times. Um, so the cameraman would put his arm out to do to film something happening over in the corner. I'd stand behind him. So I could see his watch uh, and I'd get the, then I'd get the time and then I'd look at the time on my, um, on my battery pack yeah. and that, they change every six hours. So you get called into the, um, diary room every six hours. So you go, right. Uh, it's just uh, say 12 o'clock now, six hours to go on this thing. It's going to be six o'clock. And that's how you kept, we kept working at the time. <laughs> yeah. Smart. Oh, that's smart. Oh um, mate, whatever. It's survival. Yeah. It's survival out there, boys. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you don't really see too many people only when they, um, so once again, when you do, when you do these big, you know, um, games that they have, they make you do the challenges, the challenges and shit, yeah. mate, they blindfold you. It looks like it's in the house, but we take a turn and then they take you out of the house. We all get piled oh. in the buses and drive about two Ks down the road oh. and into this big warehouse thing. And then they take the blindfolds off you and then you see, then you see heaps of people like, cause there's cameras and producers and there's like 50 people like, like up against the wall. And then you're on this, like sort of obviously the, the, the challenge area, but yeah, you see heaps of people then and they're telling you to shut up and then you don't because we're all kids. 
bucks yeah. at heart. And I'm just going, I was like, wait, I'll give 10 bucks if you let me borrow your phone. <laughs> <laughs> so the big brother's bunker is just a bunch of bullshit then. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's ages away. It's fucking ages away. So, and then they blindfold you, put you in, the, in, the, in this like high ace fan. Yeah. And you're not, and you can't see, you can't, you know, they blindfold you, but you can't see anything, but everyone's ripping their blind. Like I said, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all blacked out. And we, just, just to see where we're going. And, you know, then we, we're giving each other wet willies and we're just fucking around, you know, and just taking so, a kiss. Mate, it is. And then they go, Big Brother's always watching, we'll all kick you out and all this sort of stuff. And I'm like, that'd be hard to explain on the show. <laughs> Shay got kicked out for a wet willy, you know, that'd be, uh, <laughs> be a bit yeah. uproar about that. Um, It'd be better than a turkey slap. So. <laughs> your just really quickly, your favorite and worst challenge because that last challenge you're in with Matt, I'm gonna be honest, it seemed a bit scripted. Like you know, you two are trying to get each other out, and then you two suddenly with the last two left, you know, dead set, mate. That was like a hundred percent, like I, I no word of a lie. It was not scripted at all. I just yeah. knew, and he knew. I knew I had to win, yeah, because if I was hearing, because I had fucking voted him, and I was the reason that people were voting for it. Um, and I told him to his face in the house, which I never show. I usually just go, I just went up to him and said, Matt, I'm voting for you, mate, because I reckon you're going to win this show. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, too, the way he was edited, he was look at he was edited like an angry little dwarf. So, yeah, yeah, he did look pretty so, upset. Yeah, but it said to us, he was the nicest guy in the world. So, um, I don't, I don't know, mate. Um, yeah, it just ended up being me and Matt, and yeah, it just ended up coming down to it. And if I would have the, the funny thing is, if I would have won, I wouldn't have voted. I wouldn't have put Matt. I wouldn't have had the heart to put Matt up because I like him. Yeah. The only reason I voted him because he was already up. I probably would have chucked up Angela again because, mate, she just pissed me off so much. <laughs> I would have went. I would have went three regulars. I would have probably went Angela, Marissa, or Kieran. Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to annoy me because Kieran once again, um, I saved him. And he goes, I'll always have your back, Shane. And then it came down to it. He didn't have my he back. Didn't know, he's like, yeah, 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 you're right. So you just, you can't trust what, it's the thing, you know, you, you've got your people that you can trust really, really solidly. And for me, that was probably just Chad, to be honest. That was the only person I could 100% trust, like, um, with, with and, and Hannah. Hannah, me yeah. And Hannah had each other's backs because we came in together. And that was probably the only two people I could, 100% trust in the in the house. Everyone else was like 50-50. Everyone else is kind of in their own groups and like- Well, they're just flighty, you. you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. I was laid in. So yeah. I just ended up being being close with Chad because of the reason um, I ended up sleeping next to him. Because Sabong actually went to go sleep next to Chad when we got out of the cage. Yeah. And Chad like threw his back off and put my back there. <laughs> So I was like, mate, you're sitting next to me. Fuck this guy. Because <laughs> all the boys are all next door. So, yeah, uh, that's pretty crazy. That's so good. Um, so, and, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you can go. Oh, no, I was just saying, yeah, mate. My, that was uh, my, my least favorite ones were like hanging off poles and stuff. Where Because my feet are too big and I'm a bit lanky and it's hard yeah. to hold on to these little pieces of like wood and hold your body yeah, weight. Yeah, the plank one where you got to, yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, so, mate, yeah, that's, well, that's how me and Chad got close anyway, hugging each other, so that was nice. <laughs> that's cute. Yeah. Uh, one last thing, do you, do you reckon you were the father of the household, the daddy of the household? Oh, yeah, most definitely, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I got uh, I got a lot of uh, dad questions throughout, like a lot of life questions, which was nice, you know what I mean? Even though um, Garth's, Garth's in there, and yeah. he's, he's still older than me. It's the fact that I just had three kids. I was married. You know, I had a, so a lot of life lessons, a lot of talking about marriage, a lot of how do you have kids and how do you raise kids. And because these guys that were in there, like um, some of them were young and 19, but some of them are getting to that stage, you know what I mean? Like 20s to late 20s where you sort of start thinking about, you know, proposing to your girlfriend like Maddie has and, um, and Dan has now, you know, yeah. and then they start thinking about family life and what's it like and, but um, yeah, mate, there was a lot of questions about just general life, just, you know, and um, I didn't mind that. Like, uh, I felt like uh, even though I feel young, i got to realise that I'm not. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fucking harsh reality. That <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it's, um, it's, a nice, it's a nice comforting feeling to, to know that you can sort of uh, help people out, and, you know, if you can, just, and even if they're willing to ask for your advice, it's nice to be able to help. Oh. 
tell tell the yeah, kids yeah, something, yeah. you know. That's good. That's nice. Yeah, that's that, cool, man. I, I enjoyed my time. It was cool. Would you say that's the main thing you got out of the show, just being able to to talk to people about that sort of stuff? Yeah, definitely, mate. It's all about relationships, and that's my whole life. I it's my, I love I love people. You know what I mean? I I I don't know what I'd do without it because it's that's been my whole life forever. Like I said, I'm not good with my hands. Uh, <laughs> Except masturbating in the, on national television, great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, just I don't know, mate. People, people, I just love human interaction and just hanging out. So, and yeah, I really enjoyed the time with each person and and try to give them as much time as I can, you know. And if they want to know about me, I'm happy to talk, and I'm also happy to ask questions to find out more about them. And some people are less willing to give up personal information and some people are more willing to give up personal information so i mean yeah mate, that's uh it's definitely one of the best things is yeah now i have these relationships for life you know what i mean and i'll never not be you know now that even though you know i'm big brother doesn't <laughs> doesn't like earn your million dollars a year or <laughs> um you know i'm still i'm still sitting on the board and locked down a marriage celebrate you know what i mean <laughs> It's led me to, I'm not, I'm not Chris Hemsworth, though, this motherfucker. <laughs> um, so I'm just, I'm still just a dad, but it's nice, you know, it's like people sometimes recognize it, sometimes people don't, and it's it's just, but I'll always be part of that little uh, big brother family that um, not many people in, in the world get to be a part of. So I was, uh, yeah. I was very fortunate, you know. That's very special. Would you, yeah. you, obviously your podcast is based around reality TV, yeah. Um, are there any shows in particular that you'd have a crack at besides Big Brother? Have you thought about that? Yeah, mate, I have actually. And um, I've been watching SAS. Yeah, lately, yeah. I, I was like, oh, well, that'd be all right. And then I started watching, I was like, fuck, I'd be fucking the first <laughs> hour. <laughs> they're, uh, they're, uh, they're like last year's one, I think this year's one's heavy as. Mm. Like, yeah, definitely. Just like I was watching it over the last couple of weeks and I'm going, wow, like some of the stuff. But but then I think, like, I look at it and I go, what a waste of time putting that Bryn chick on there. You know what I mean? Everyone knew that she was going to be the first chick gone. Yeah. Um, but I think they have to choose like that anyway, sort of or else yeah. people wouldn't leave. You know what I mean? Yeah, you people have, wouldn't tune in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you can't have just people staying the whole time and trying to, well, they'd have to end up, you know with these really difficult out of control challenges, like shooting you in the leg and making you walk 10 days. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think they need to have these, uh, not to say that she's a weak minded person, but you know, those sorts of people that would, would, would break easily in a situation like that. Um, but survivor possibly, you survivor, know, yeah. um, I, I wouldn't mind having a crack. I'm not bachelor in paradise. Uh, it would be nice, but I'm just, uh, it would be great for the marriage. And just not great for my marriage. <laughs> and um, I think I don't know whether beards and uh, dad bods are good. Good to have on the <laughs> You know, everyone's rocking in like oiled up and six packs and pets. I'm rocking up with an actual six pack. <laughs> What's up, boys? Yeah, you going, boys? I'm just sitting beside the pool and farting me bloody in the buggers. <laughs> I don't think that's the look that the show's going for. Um, yeah. But mate, yeah, like I don't know. Yeah, like, I, I do like. I'd like to present if I could. Like, I'm, I'd love to be in front of the camera presenting a show more yeah. than behind the scenes. Like, I went down to the Voice, and that was a real experience for me. Like, my mate Pete um, got like voted by uh, Jessica Malboy and um, and Guy Sebastian. So, and he was on there for a, a couple of weeks singing. So he was really good. So, yeah. and just going behind the scenes on that show, and and now. I'm a celebrity, get me out of here and having a look at that. And then obviously big brother and having a look at that and seeing how shows run. It's, um, it's amazing, man. I really, I really enjoy that aspect of it, seeing how things are put together. Yeah. 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 Um, speaking of your work, so we'll just pan from big brother, but um, you're a marriage, right. celebrant, you're a marriage celebrant, number one voted by your mum. I saw yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's what you want on the it's resume. <laughs> She's a bit <laughs> Um, What does that actually entail? Are you like a, it's not it's not a priest is it or is it like Mate, do i sound like a priest to you What's <laughs> that? <laughs> that's what i was thinking i'm like you're not going up there and saying you guys if, are fucking if, married <laughs> if anyone saw this if, if i was a priest i'd be kicked out pretty <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, no, mate. I'm not, I'm a non-religious, denominational yeah. civil marriage celebrant, which means, um, yeah, I can just marry. Generally, I do non-religious weddings, and my my weddings consists of um, fun, laughter, having yeah, a yeah. good time. You know what I mean? I'm not um, I'm not one to sit there, even my even talk about love too much to tell you the truth um even though it's a, a, a love sort of um spot they know they know why they're there they love each other um so I, i'll leave that to their vows to each other about how much they love each other generally i just find the humor in the stuff because i know everyone's very um i guess there's a lot of nervous energy revolving around a wedding and i know the groom's nervous the bride's anxious making sure everything wants to be done perfectly um, I guess my job's to just to just calm that emotion a little bit, you know. Yeah. yeah, so I always find with a couple of jokes at the start of ceremony, usually, you know, people laugh, they giggle, they relax their shoulders, they start to breathe, and then um, and, and that resonates through everybody throughout the whole, all the guests, all the bridal party, and then from that, if I can keep them laughing, it sort of, um, I guess, you know, starts them starts the wedding. So everyone's laughing when they get to the reception, and then. It just kickstarts it all off. So that's my job. It just flows throughout the evening. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, do you reckon that was always your, was that your dream? You were, you were 10 years old and you're like, I want to be a marriage celebrant or. <laughs> I, I, I've done so many different jobs. It'll fucking blow your mind. I like, I had to leave. I mean, I, like I said, I had to get out of Logan. I had to get out of Logan. Logan to me was a, um, becoming a, a, a dangerous area for me to be around when I was 17. My mates all weren't doing, the right thing on the right side of the law so and um sometimes you are um a, a product of your environment i can understand yeah. that but i didn't want to be a product of my environment so i felt it necessary for me to leave that environment so i ended up moving into a caravan um oh. living, living down on the, the south side and tweed heads and yeah. i lived there with no job i used to surf a lot um, um and then ended up getting a job pushing some trolleys at target and then uh yeah mate went and did some tafe courses and worked at dream world and started doing cabaret which i've never done before so i was singing and dancing and uh, ended up in a strip yeah. club dancing. <laughs> oh, no. i was uh I, I DJed the <laughs> mate, not me i was <laughs> even though i was i probably did have a six pack back in the day but i wasn't uh it wasn't that sort of i wasn't the stripper i was in a i was in a female strip club but i was a dj Okay, so, yeah, yeah. So I was all like, oh, yeah, gentlemen, come on down. Welcome to Bad Girls. It's Friday night. All that shit. <laughs> so I did that for a few years. Worked at Versace. Worked with the Dolphins at Tangaluma. As a flight attendant. Now I'm a marriage celebrant. So That's good. Yeah. Yeah, man. Done it all. Has, <laughs> um, so much. has anything changed, like, with being a marriage celebrant post Big Brother? Or is yeah. it, everything pretty... <laughs> pretty much the same as it was before you went on the show no it's obviously you get a little bit busier yeah people want you to marry them uh, i think more for the story than anything else they can just say that they had you know shane from big brother doing like it's the funny thing is now my name is not shane vincent it's shane from big brother everywhere i go <laughs> so that's that's the thing that's the only thing that changes with everything like there's, yeah. nothing, that, there's nothing like i'm not myself anymore it's just like a shame from big brother or you're shame from big brother or it's not like Shane the marriage celebrant, which it was before all that. Now it's just like, you know, Shane, Shane for Big Brother. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that dickhead. <laughs> so yeah, that's the only thing that changes. But yeah, obviously business had increased up until COVID and then that fucked it as well. But um, but yeah, it's more so you go to weddings and people are like, but people don't um always approach you, but they point and they make a noise. Yeah. <laughs> because so I, I still did like wedding expos um like you know after big brother and i was still doing my business trying to get things going and um but people would come up and just walk past me and go and look at you and stare and they go <laughs> and then just keep walking not say anything else <laughs> so which makes me laugh all the time and they still do it to this day they just walk up to you and go, <laughs> 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 that's you become that dude that people point out and make a noise yeah. so that's you're, 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 you're finger famous like ah, i know you yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah people just don't they know you but they don't know where from yeah and yeah yeah i got a funny thing i've got a couple of ads that happened after big brother which is cool too so 
those little things you get, you know what I mean? I got an agent and I ended up doing ads, which I never thought I'd do. And you do little things and, you know, it's, 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 it's fun, mate. It's, if you don't expect much from it, it you, I don't really care, you know what yeah. I mean? But if you go in there expecting that you got to come out and have a fucking, your, your own show, your own line of perfumes, your own fucking Tampax, fucking, you know, there's, you're not going to have any of that shit. You know what I mean? Because you, one, you're trying too hard. And so no one gives this shit. At least you're real about it. it. <laughs> well, no one does. Why the fuck should they? I don't. Um, I don't understand why people like us. So um, you've got no skills. That's why you went on a reality TV show, you fucking. Exactly. Um, you know what I mean? If you're, if you're good at something, you'd be you'd be famous for it. You'd be doing something else, not. yeah. Yeah, you decide to go on a reality TV show and then just or you're what were you good at sitting and talking to other dickheads about the same shit? Like, <laughs> don't, don't come around here, come around here, mate. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, you're not, you're not, you've got no skills. You've got yeah. no skills. So, you, you're, if you're a famous swimmer or a dancer or a singer, or you could you'd do any of that shit, you'd, you'd be famous in your own right, but you're not because you, you know, you can't sit there and get out the show and go, fuck, I'm just waiting for this endorsement from my bloody. <laughs> You know, can't let sign a deal with Nike. Yeah, exactly. For what reason? <laughs> Kieran, you got to sign a Nike deal. Mate, you can't run. You can't walk. <laughs> Garth, Garth beat you with a running race, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I thought he did too, didn't he? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> so, mate, don't, don't think that you're going to come around here, you know, changing people's lives because. You, you're, you're half an hour, 40 minutes of entertainment while they're sitting on their ass after a hard day's work. And you're, 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 we are brain numbness. That's all yeah. we are to people, you know what I mean? They can chill out. They can watch something they don't have to think about. We're not CSI. We're not bloody, you know, you don't have to think about who, who did it because it's yeah. always Kieran. And then, um, <laughs> yeah. And that's it. an absolute spell. We, we were, we were a good... We're a good family entertaining show that you can just sit back and relax and then forget about. And yeah. that's uh, exactly what people have done <laughs> with us. And that's, and that's if, if you can deal with that, that's fine. If you can't deal with it, you're going to have real trouble adapting society. <laughs> wow. That was Shane from Big Brother, everyone. <laughs> that was, that was, um, yeah. no, that yeah, was unreal. No, no, no. Please don't let that take away. Do <laughs> <laughs> <to> apply. <laughs> Have a um, crack because it's fun. It is fun. Yeah. But don't don't expect million dollar endorsements. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's probably all we've got time for today. So I want to thank you very much for your time because obviously you didn't have to, but it's awesome to have you on. Absolutely and- top, top bloke. No worries. Thanks for having me, boys. Like uh, it was great. I got to hang out with you lads and lock myself in the room and leave the kids out there playing Fortnite. So that's all right. (laughs) (laughs) We're good. I'm gonna go crack a tin and have a bet on sports bet. (laughs) I think I might as well. Sounds class. (laughs) All righty. Thanks everyone for listening, and uh, we'll catch you around. Thanks for tuning in. Cheers, lads. See ya.